Are you yearning to awaken your divine essence and embark on a mystical journey towards enlightenment? Join us as we welcome Push Pinder Singh from the Samad Meditation Center to explore the I Am Presence and the complex dynamics between the levels of the mind, emotions, memory, and thoughts that shape our reality. Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life with your host, Linda Lang. Hi, this is Linda Lang from ThoughtChange.com here on Exploring the Mystical Side of Life. We discuss spirituality, mysticism, metaphysics. My guest this week is Pushpinder Singh from the Samad Meditation Center. Pushpinder is a spiritual teacher, a meditation guide, and a counselor. Welcome, Pushpinder. Uh, well, thank you, uh, Linda Lang. Uh, thank you for having me with you. Today, we're talking about the I Am Presence. The term I am is very much different with the term awakened. Where I am exists, awakening cannot exist. And where awakening comes into existence, there the term I am, my existence starts to get, get destroyed. That's the process of awakening. A difference between awakening and enlightenment. For an example, awakening, still happening. It's still happening. Enlightenment, enlightened. There's an end to this word. There's an end to this process. So awakening is a process. And enlightenment or enlightened is a destination. Uh, what happens, what exactly awakening is and why awakening is actually a process is that a human being, the memory which resides within the body and the mind. First, let me tell you this, that the body and the mind is not at all separate from each other. Mind and the body are totally submerged into each other. That is why a human being gains the capability to look at the face and make up what's going on in the mind. Because the body is a physical mirror of the mind. Awakening is a process uh, to wake up the memory which is residing within you. How does the awakening of mind happen? All right. Uh, you must have heard of these terms, a conscious, subconscious and unconscious mind. Conscious mind is that part of the mind which a human being remembers. Conscious memory. Subconscious mind is that part of the mind which a human being has temporarily forgotten. Unconscious mind is that part of the mind where all the memories of past reincarnations reside. And when this part of the mind awakens, this is exactly known as awakening of mind. Right now, whatever information I'm giving you, you would either believe it or either disbelieve it. If you were either believe it or either disbelieve it, you are still in a state of believing not in a state of knowing. Believing and knowing, there is a vast difference between both of them. And this is what awakening is all about. Awakening of self-experience knowledge. 
awakening of self-realized knowledge. And a human being who attains self-experience and self-realized knowledge, he has the capability to pull out awakened and experienced knowledge from within others. Now, how does that happen? All right, how does that happen? I said that whatever kind of explanation, whatever kind of nonsense I throw at you, you would either believe it or disbelieve it, right? Now, how do you come to know? Because awakening of mind usually happens with every human being. It's just that they are not paying much attention to it. This is exactly what meditation does. Meditation is all about paying attention. When you pay attention, the level of attention becomes powerful within you. That's when you start to pay attention externally in a very, very powerful manner. How does awakening of mind happen? Spirituality is all about self-experiences. It's all about self-realization. A particular kind of an emotion. A particular, a certain level of emotion got adjoined to a particular part within your mind. A particular level of memory stored within your mind. As soon as that level of emotion reached a certain extent of exact that memory, both got a joint vision. How does a person remember when emotions and memory both get connected to each other? That's when thoughts are born. What is happening? Memory is getting collected. How is it getting collected? When a certain level of emotion is getting attached to the memory, when both get attached to it, to each other, that's when thoughts are born. When thoughts are born, that's when the mind provides the brain with information. So this is exactly how awakening of mind happens. When emotion gets attached to memory, both of these when get attached to each other, they convert into thoughts. All right, for an example, this body is speaking. To speak first, it needs to think. Then it will speak. For an example, if the body needs to commit an action, first the mind needs to think. Then it will commit an action. So what are before thoughts? Adjoinment of emotions and memory gives birth to thoughts. Alright, this is what is going on within the mind. Now, why usually people do not attain a certain state where awakening of mind can happen within themselves? Today's world has mostly become extrovert. They have been externally attached. What is within them which is getting externally attached? Nothing but emotion. Desires are getting attached externally. So that is why desires are getting attached to sex. Sexual desires. Love is getting attached externally. So that is why it is known as attachment or external love. Same way jealousy and so on. All the emotions are getting attached externally. Now, what is a spiritual process? Spiritual process is nothing but detaching all the emotions which are attached externally and attaching it internally. When all the emotions get attached internally, they will automatically start to attach with memory. When they start to attach with memory, that's exactly when thoughts are born. This is exactly how awakening of mind happens, which leads to enlightenment. 100% 
attachment or should I say 100% conversion of external emotions to internal emotions will lead you towards enlightenment. Why? Because if 100% emotions get attached internally, then 100% memory will awaken. If 100% memory awakens, that's what leads to enlightenment. Can you have a thought without the memory and the emotion? No. Impossible. Interesting. So emotions are going on 24-7. Energies are going on 24-7. The body movement, when it stops 100%, that means the emotions and energies have stopped within the body 100%. That can only and only happen after a human being's death, not before that. And I guess when we come here, you know, when we're born, and even as little babies, every moment we are collecting memories and emotions as kind of a foundation as we grow those childhood thoughts, memories, emotions, and feelings get recirculated in our consciousness. Childhood memories are the deepest kind of memories. Though they are forgotten, they reside in the subconscious mind. Subconscious mind has most of the control of the mind, most of the control. Frankly speaking, major part of the mind is the unconscious mind, not the subconscious mind. Because that is exactly where all the memories of the past reincarnation exist. Alright. Though we don't, a human being does not remember about it. A chunk of memory is still intact within an infant, within a child, when he is just born. That is why he's on a minimum basis, he is able to make a certain kind of body movement. He is able to understand a certain kind of dimension of life. Childhood memories are the deepest kind of memories and more deeper kind of memories, that means more impactful memories. So Pushbender, do you think then that there is nothing that would be considered instinctual, that anything that we might consider an instinct would actually be a memory of a past experience many, many lifetimes ago, perhaps? A human being, is it a possibility that a human being already knows it subconsciously, but he is not able to realize that? Because whatever resides in the past tense is once again arriving in the future tense, if you pay attention. The universe in itself is a perfect recycle bin, just recreating itself. What had happened will once again happen. Why is it happening in such a way? Because time is moving in circle. Time is moving in cycle. So the I am is really a state. It's a state of being. It's that's that place of knowing. It's like you embody, you embody the knowing. And then you have the awakening, which is the actual process. So tell me at the end of awakening, is that when you step into I am presence or is it a journey? First of all, if you want to understand these terms, I am awakened or I am enlightened. The first question will be, who am I? 
I am within the human body and not the human body. Then who am I if I am not the body? I am nothing but an illusion. The term I is an illusion. This is exactly what I am. An illusion. All right. Ego is an emotion, right? This is what makes us think. I am this. I am this. I am this. I am this. The term I is nothing but ego. It is nothing but ego. And this is what is creating the second form of Maya, which is illusion, which is making me think that I am this. I am that. This is mine. That is mine. Frankly speaking, I'm not even there. I said there's a very big difference between believing and knowing, believing and experience. I'll make you experience right now. You want to experience it right now? Absolutely. Okay, let's go. For an example, so right now if you pay attention, almost none of the body movements are in my control. Then who is operating it? Emotions are not in my control. Then who is operating it? If somebody else is operating it, then who is this? Is this me? If this is me, then it would be in my control. If this is not in my control, this is not me. And who is he? This is not me. This is exactly what awakening is. This is exactly where the illusion dies that I am not even there. This is exactly why it is said I am awakened cannot coexist. These three words cannot coexist. Where the term I am exists, there awakening cannot exist. Where awakening comes into existence, there the term I am, their illusion gets destroyed. I'll give you one small example. Again, I have to use the term I because I don't have a perfect word. What do I do? I'm helpless. Again and again, the term I comes out automatically and it's not in my control. There is a line, a statement in Guru Granth Sahib Ji, which says, Jab hum hote, tab tum nahi, ab tu hi main nahi. What that means? When I was there, when in this body, when the illusion was there, that's when you were not there. Now, it's only you who is there and I am not there. This is exactly what a hundred percent awakening status. This is exactly what enlightenment is all about. When a human being becomes enlightened, that personality, the term I, hundred percent gets destroyed. And it's the whole universe which exists within himself now. What do I mean by the term, the whole universe exists? In simpler terminology, it's God. In simpler terminology, it's only God who resides within that body now. Though there is no separate identity known as God. But for you to understand in a similar manner, that is why I'm using the term God. because there is absolutely no difference, you and God. There is absolutely no difference between you and God. When does a human being change himself? 
when he realizes without realization no human being can change himself that is why spirituality is all about constant changes to bring constant changes within you who am i to be enlightened first of all i need to realize who am i to know who i am i need to come near to myself when i came near to myself i realized that i am very weak that's when i came to know that the universe is really powerful when i came to know that i'm weak i came to know that i'm a nothing that's when i, I came to learn that the universe is everything so if a human being has become enlightened that means it's the god which has 100% come into existence within that body our god self will awaken us in tandem i guess with the will of god or the universe when it is divine time and in the meantime we can step into that place of mindfulness and meditation to kind of connect with that aspect and that's what i'm hearing from you as as you said by the will of god all right this is known as hukum will all right of course will of god is there of course it is there but it is secondary primary we need to try nature has given me the power of choice sam so makes a choice it is upon me to make a beneficial choice or an harmful choice and what is happening in today's date with most of the humans humans are making harmful choices the law of nature is right in front of us and we just need to pay attention to it we need to keep on trying we need to keep on understanding and we need to keep making such kind of choices which are useful to us the reaction will be useful not at all harmful it will be positive not at all negative the reaction is the will of god the action is within our hands that's what it is so pushpinder how would you recommend people to really tune in and make those choices that are in alignment with the the will of the universe or the natural progression yeah that's a very good question in the starting every human being is an empty minded okay he does not know that's the fact right and this is also nature that every time he wants to know that is why he's seeking because the mind has an habit of popping questions for an example a human being is seeking a guru or a saint or a sadhu or an awakened being just because he's seeking answers he is simply seeking his answers just because his mind is continuously popping questions all right and perfect answers can be described only by genuine awakened being there are signs of genuine awakened beings a genuine awakened being has the capability to pull out realization has the capability to pull out experience he will never tell you to believe in him he will always tell you to know he'll always tell you to experience he'll never claim that he is awakened 
but each and every word coming out from within himself will be a claim in itself that he is awakened the words filled up with wisdom will it, will will be a claim in itself that he is already awakened because his words will have a very high level of clarity in it it will make perfect sense to you when you hear it will literally make perfect sense to you that's how you recognize a genuine awakened or enlightened being that's the first point second point coming down to your question first of all you need to be patient there are lots of mistakes done today's lifestyle people have made a hell out of their own lives just because they are making wrong choices or should i say there is nothing right or wrong harmful choices due to which effects of which are harmful to them all right they are doing it just because they are empty minded they don't they do not know they are not doing it deliberately of course so why they are making such kind of choices because they do not know what kind of choice and what kind of choice not to make and what kind of choice to make they do not know about that for that they need to listen when you listen that's when you understand when you understand that's when you gain knowledge when you gain information when you gain wisdom you are actually getting directed towards your own self you are getting directed or should i say redirected towards your own self isn't memory residing within you isn't wisdom residing within you what is the difference between a genuine or should i say an enlightened being or an awakened being and an idiot what is the difference between both of them nothing but spirituality is a spiritual being is a non spiritual being first point listen to the words filled up with wisdom listen pay attention to people like jaggi vasudev ji famously known as sadguru you must have heard him he is a genuinely awakened being he is a genuinely awakened being i cannot uh, comment whether he is enlightened or not 100% is awakened osho was an awakened being but i doubt he was he was enlightened so for the timing a perfect person to hear out to is sadguru or famously known as sadguru whose name is jaggi vasudev ji hear him out continuously hear him out and meditate because his words if you if you would have heard him out each and every word makes a perfect sense it has lots of his words have lots of clarity why what is enlightenment nothing but clarity when light occurs clarity occurs light has occurred in front of him that is why each and every word coming out from within him contains clarity for you so this is how you recognize an awakened being from a non awakened being because there is no other way out so these are few signs to look out to you will be a non believer secondly you had asked me a question at the start what's i had told you there is a lot of difference between religion and spirituality all right in short the meaning of religion rely legion rely legion makes up religion that means building up a legion on the basis of relying on each other rely legion spiritual ritual spirit ritual of the spirit so rely nothing means nothing but faith it means belief so belief 
almost have nothing to do with reality. For an example, your name is Linda Lang, right? Now, I will say your name is not Linda Lang, your name is Jennifer Lopez. But isn't there a difference between belief and reality? Belief is this. Reality is this. What's the difference? Simple. Hope you got the point. Very good. I, I like your definition, actually. It's very good. Push Pender, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you. Thank you very much. In fact, thank you too. Would you like to share your contact information or your website? Oh, yeah. The name of the website is samanmeditation.org. Saman Meditation is a non-profit donation-based meditation center. And I came up with this idea specifically for middle class and lower middle class people who cannot afford a fixed piece. All right. In today's date, you, you can see that everything has become commercial. Right. Though money is very important. If a person has committed his life 100% towards this part, he also needs to fill up his stomach. He and his family needs to fill up his stomach. That is the first perspective. And second perspective, if a person receives anything for free, he wouldn't value it. So it's very important to take money. But at the same time, there is no demand. It's a 100% donation based. And people can even donate voluntarily. If people would like to support this cause, they can support by donating to this cause, as well as they can join in courses or sessions by donating according to their own comfortability and affordability. Very good. Very good. Thank you again for being my guest. Push thank Pinder. you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. And thank you for listening to this week's edition of Exploring the Mystical Side of Life. Please check out our other conversations. We're on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iHeart. Come and visit me at thoughtchange.com. Pick up your copy of Learning to Listen. And while you're there, check out my program, Alchemy from the Inside Out. We'll see you again next time. Drop a comment below and let us know if you enjoyed this conversation. And remember to subscribe. We'll see you again next time.